Brought to you by The Book Exchange. Use code BX4FINAL4 to save 25% in store or online at bookexchangewv.com. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Hanukkah from all of us at The Final Forecast. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your host, Kevin Jones. First of his name, superstar real estate agent, financial expert, future athletic director, amazing husband, great friend, future Celtic staff member, home invader, fantastic father, John Flowers and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Final Forecast with me, one of your hosts, Jay Flo, super real estate agent, soon-to-be financial advisor. Kevin Jones is out. He's boo-loving whatever he got going on over there in Japan. Got our lovely co-host Ash. That's me. And Dave's pissed off at Darius Nichols. No, pissed off at John Flowers for his <laughs> usual shenanigans. I don't know why you why are you pissed off at me for, for getting Darius to come on the show. No, this is the second Jonathan. time that this has happened. I got Owen to come on before. Jonathan, Jonathan, now everyone's pissed. Jonathan. And now I get Darius Jonathan, and now you're pissed. Jonathan, it is Christmas. Let's live mean? in the present. This happy. is the present. It just happened. Yeah. But Darius will be on the show eventually. What's going on, Ash? Oh, not too much, you know. Just chilling, trying to get everything done for Christmas. True. You got a lot of shopping you're doing? No. Thankfully, with the way my family does things, uh, we only shop for the kids. So since I don't have any children, I basically shop for my niece and my nephew and Joe. And that's pretty much it. Is it really expensive? Does you get Joe something really expensive or you keep it under a certain price range? Do you budget things out? I, no, it's whatever whatever he asks me for, I get him. And he didn't ask for too much this year. He only asked for running shoes, but I got him more than that, obviously. I mean, most guys just want sex in the morning, right? <laughs> Joe's not awake in the morning, so he works uh, late. It's like, mm. Uh, okay, so maybe you could wake him up, surprise him, you know what I mean? I mean, I could. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> and the Santa, Mrs. Claus outfit. Joe thinks that those types of things are, are a waste of money and time. He's like, why bother? I'm just going to take it off anyway. I mean, the the optics, how it looks. It's kind of like foreplay, right? The yacht, <laughs> they don't See, do that. that's the way I view it, but yeah. I guess to him it's something different. True. True, I get it. He's a practical man, you know. Is he a Grinch? He could wear the Grinch costume. <laughs> I don't want to screw the Grinch. <laughs> That'd be weird. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but nah, I'm, uh, I'm not big into gifts for Christmas either. Just was just, I never know. Like I'm bad at gifts in general. I, I like just was just telling me she wanted a knife. Just buy a knife. <laughs> it's a knife. First what of, type of knife does she want? <clears throat> Some type. I don't know. She just sent it to me, though. But I'm like... Specialty, if you, like, chef's knife or something? Yeah. 
But if you're, I'm like, if you're going to tell me what you want for Christmas, why don't you just buy it yourself? Because that defeats the purpose. I thought the you know purpose I mean? was supposed to be a surprise. Like, this is what you want for Christmas. This is like, not what you want, but it's a surprise under the tree. What did you get me for Christmas? True. I mean, I bet everybody does it differently. You know what I mean? Joe's, I mean, he's surprised me in the past, but anymore, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? And he always knows what I want. I just want to go shop. So he just gives me his card and I just go shop. Yeah, that's, but, not, that's not an actual present, though. To me, it is. What if he, he buys it. What if he <laughs> just, like, surprised you with everything that you wanted under your tree? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Be but I, I don't see Joe doing that. First of all, He's not a shopper. He does not. He hates going shopping. Same. So I just, I do it without him. I wonder if that's a, like a guy thing. It's like, all guys hate shopping. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know that all guys hate it, um, but a good bit do, especially when it comes to like the girly stuff. Like Joe's cool if I want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and go look at kitchen shit. You know what I mean? He's cool with that because he likes to cook too, but... Mm. If it's, hey, I got to stop at Ulta and get some <laughs> some makeup products, he's like, I'm sitting in the car. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. So, so he goes so. shopping with you, though, sometimes? He will. Yeah. True. Dave, you go shopping? I do be going shopping. <laughs> Would you be offended if I was like, Dave, let's go shopping, and I drug you around to, like, every store in town? Would that annoy you? Yeah, because it's 2022, and you could just, like, go online <laughs> and get what you want, make a plan, and get That's out of there. Fact. That's a fact. Do, do people Shopping's still... my cardio. I got to get out there, you know, work it out a little bit. That's a good question. I wonder if people still do, like, shopping uh, in stores. Like window shopping? Like, someone told me they went to the Morgantown Mall to do some Christmas mm -hmm. shopping. I was like, there's nothing in there. Like, what is <laughs> in the Morgantown Mall now? It's literally vacant stores, like old stores. I used to Isn't Victoria's Secret and... All those kind of clothing stores still there? It's a Victoria's Secret. There's an American Eagle. People going There's to see the new Avatar movie for four hours. Bath and Body Works. Yeah, that's what they said they want, Bath and Body Works. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what's a good idea I, I can get just? That's under 20 bucks. Uh, under $20? <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, it's the, I, so it's not the thought that counts, huh? Respect. Well, I mean, it is the thought that counts if you're going to get creative with it. But at the same time... At the same time, uh, you know what pisses you, you know what pisses me off. Say it. You buy someone a gift, and then they like exchange it or take it back and return it. Ooh, depends on the circumstance. Yeah, like you talking mean, about what? the gift that you just asked us to give you an idea for because you didn't put a lot of effort into that. If you get them, well, whatever we tell you to get. So, like, is it really that upsetting? Yeah, because I took time out of my day to get them a gift. And to make them happy, and then it's not good enough for you, right? But what if they don't need it? Like, what if you got them, like, back in the day, this will really date me, very old, but I got my brother an Oasis CD, and then his friend got him an Oasis CD. So, like, they had the same right, CD. Duplicates. And he had two right. CDs. Yeah. You could trade it in for another CD. I mean, that makes sense. Like, if I get a shirt that's too big or too small, I'm going to exchange it or right. for a size that fits. Yeah, that makes sense, but... To get a gift and then be like, uh, I didn't really want this. That's basically what always happens in my household. That's why I just say, hey, just buy it. Buy whatever you want. Or get them gift cards. Yeah, true. I didn't think about that. That's not very thoughtful, but 
I get it. I Are love gifts gift even cards. thoughtful though anymore? Like, I mean, seriously. That's sad to say, but are <clears throat> gifts really thoughtful anymore? Unless it's like, you know, I've been talking about, yeah. I don't know, this new Mac laptop. Like, oh my God, I just have to have it. You yeah. know, it's really cool, blah, 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 blah. And then Joe gets it. Now, that's cool and thoughtful because he knows how much I wanted it. Right. But other than that, unless you actually, but here's the thing though, too, John. I think that we we come from a fortunate place where if we want something, we buy it anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like, how much do we really want at the end of the day? Could it be how much do you know your partner? Like, if Joe knows, like, you love Bath and Body Works and he comes home with, like, a, a bath bomb that you would love that you weren't particularly thinking about getting, but you're going to use it. It's a thoughtful gift. When you use it. You're going to be thinking, oh, Joe got me this bath bomb, and he'll probably get laid that night. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what I mean, thoughtful, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Or, like, getting me a spa day, you know, knows I've been stressed out. What a wonderful gift to get, right? Exactly, yeah. Same concept. He he knows that you're about to start a new job. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we can talk about that. We We can. Maybe he can get you something that pertains to your job, like a a suitcase, a suit, some shoes, some dress shoes or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have to dress up for this new job, by the way. But (laughs) got a dream job. Sounds like I know. No, I wore what I'm wearing right now. That was the perk of radio. But that was the cool thing. Whenever I interviewed for this job, and we were talking, and I'm looking around the table, going, "Wow, everybody here dresses like I do, like Mm. super casual." And it's like, yeah, that's that's how we roll. Like we don't get dressed up. Let's roll it back a little bit. Ash, uh, for those who don't know, tell us where you were and and we can announce the sadness that you're. (laughs) So, um, of course, I was with AJG Corporation, which owns CLG, which I'd been in radio full time for the past eight years with them. Tough. And it was great. I loved working in radio, but. You know, I'm almost 40 years old, and there has to come a turning point where, and the sad truth is, there's not longevity in radio for me, um, especially for certain things. And anyways, I was reached out to by another company, which I don't know if I'm, I got another job offer, a really good job offer. So I, um, I recently put in my two weeks at CLG, which is sad. So, but radio being radio... I'm finished. It is sad. It's kind of sad for me. You know, we started the podcast, what was it, three, four years ago? How long ago was that? Four. Four years ago. It's been four years? Wow. We started Mm -hmm. there at CLG and in the the offices at CLG. And uh, now you're leaving. We started with the, what was his name? Big Rick. (laughs) Slick Rick. Hey, you, thanks for listening. You've got excellent taste. Be sure to tell your friends about us, too. Let's do uh, WVU basketball. Yes. Mountaineers got a, another win. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's a big one or not. Buffalo's a, a really good team. I mean, they're normally a really good team in their conference. Yeah, their, their record's not showing that this much this year, but um, I, they also, they've played some ranked teams, though. Like, it's not like they have a slouch um, schedule by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Yeah, they have a really good uh, strength of schedule. Um, well, I think, did you watch the game, Ash? I did not. 
I've been obviously going through <laughs> going through some things over here, so yeah. you know I missed it. I caught the uh, the second half, but it was it was kind of a slow start from what I was told. Uh, we were struggling with our post defense. Mm. Um, they said Jimmy Bell. He came back out at, the, at halftime with a different pair of shoes on, and he kind of woke up and finished with uh, 18 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, which was a career high for him. He got the the water bottle shower in his his post game uh, interview. So love that. Yeah, that was cool. Trey Mitchell played great, 17 points, six rebounds, as expected. Eric Stevenson played great the first half. He had 16 in the first half. Finished with 22, 4, and 4. Mm-hmm. So he did real good. Uh, Seth had 10. Uh, he did really good in 15 minutes. So that's that's a really good game for Seth. Seth mm-hmm. is kind of surprising me. He's, he's been playing really good, I mean, the past couple of games. But, uh, yeah, they're playing good. Uh, I have high hopes for them. I mean, going into conference play. I think we have, like, one or two more games that are, like, we're supposed to win, and then we start conference play, I think. Uh, but Yeah, we have Stony Brook tomorrow. Yeah. I'm home. Gonna, I'm going to go to that and game. Then, and then we're in conference play. Kansas State is Saturday. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready. Next Saturday. Sorry. Next Saturday. That's what happens. We're off, an, we're off an entire week. Cool. And those were the worst practices when – it's Christmas break. <laughs> They're all right? the entire week. Those practices get tough. I'm sure. Christmas break practices. They, when no one's there to hear you scream. <laughs> they go hard on you. Yeah. No, like, no one's going to hear you. No. <laughs> Everyone's away on it. break. So they, they really use that to the, like, there's a few practices, like, we started over. Like, started over from the beginning. Like. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes into practice, they're like, all right, start over. We're doing the whole thing over again. So I don't know if they'll wow. have to do that now. They're a little soft. I hope not. Because guys just transfer out if they don't like what's going on. So I don't know. Do they let them go home for the holidays since they have a week off or no? I think they're going home for around New Year's, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. Though, but I think so. Just curious. I didn't know. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I mean, we used to have Christmas at uh, Hug's house or one of the coaches' house. I know Thanksgiving for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I'm looking for, ooh, Baylor, January 11th. I definitely need to go to that one. Mark that. I yeah, that's going to be, be in the building for that one. That one's going to be interesting to say the least. Dave, how's uh, JB playing? Look up his stats. Let's take a look, shall we? JB's a really good player. He transferred out. Mm-hmm. Jalen Bridges right now is averaging 8.9 points, four rebounds, one assist, 46% shooting. He didn't even play. I don't know if he even played the last game that they played because I'm looking at this. Oh, never mind. Wrong wrong team. There he is. Nope, that's a lie. 13 points. Yeah, 13 last game? Mm-hmm. That's better than what he's been doing. He's been a little streaky this year. You see 13, 4, 6, 9, 13. He led the team with points in the last game. Yeah, the last game. Yeah, but, uh, let's see the one before that. He's, he's, right now, he's not playing as I expected him to be playing. You know what I mean? But I, I think a lot of people felt like that, yeah. It's, it's early on in the season, though. I mean, it's always time to turn it around. 
He's on a lot of people's draft boards as well. So let me see his three point shooting. Oh, shooting. <laughs> Never mind. What? <laughs> He's shooting 19% from three right now. Ooh. Yeah. That is not like him. It's at all. So his freshman year, he was shooting 50, 50% from three. Sophomore year at WVU, shooting. Oh, no. That's. Yeah. From three, 40% from three. Last year, he shot 32%. And right now, shooting 19%. I just hope that's not getting to his head. Yeah. yeah he can get out of that funk, especially before he comes to Morgantown. I mm-hmm. have uh, someone that might be able to provide some context uh, for the season. So I'm going to let them in. Okay. Uh, <gasps> ah! What's up, family? Oh my God, Ethan, where have you been? <laughs> how are you guys doing? We've missed you. Good, how are you? I didn't know he was allowed back here after what he did. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Ethan Bach, he everybody. He's doing really big things for himself. Mm-hmm. What's been going on with you, Ethan? Just living the life, man. Trying to get through school. That's first priority. Okay. I mean, you're traveling with the basketball team. You're going on all these trips. You're making all this money. <laughs> yeah, you know how journalists live. We make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a job going That's at CLG, uh, Ethan. So. <laughs> yeah. John, I know you're making, making a lot of money now. Mm. Wow, you see me sell some houses yeah. or something? You and your wife have that little duo now. That's crazy. We actually did just close on a house, though. You, you did. It. Yeah, we did. So. Congrats. Yeah, well, extra five hundred bucks in the old pocket. <laughs> That's it. Five hundred. After everything is broken down, yeah. If you don't sell like commercial property, it's really just, like it's, it's a side hustle. It's not worth it. Aren't you six months oh, really? into it now? <clears throat> yep, about six months. Two houses. Nice. But uh, yeah, what, what do you think about the team so far, Ethan? Basketball. Mm-hmm. Honestly, nah, f- soccer. Hey, we're talking about the soccer team. On the we final support forecast. all sports on the final forecast. Yeah, that is true. Sure, sure you do. Uh, I think the basketball <laughs> we shit. This we shit here, Ethan. <laughs> I think the basketball team has exceeded my expectations a lot. Um, I didn't expect them to be this well at scoring, especially shooting the ball uh, from the perimeter. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm really shocked of how Hugs and his staff brought in guys from different programs around the country, and then also brought in their usual JUCO and high school guys, and they've gelled really well. It's almost like they've been playing for That's, multiple years yeah. already. That's what I said. I was I was surprised that they clicked so fast. I thought it was going to take some time for them to get into it, but they they seem to now, do well. I'm still waiting on that game where it's like everybody rolls their eyes and sighs. Um, the games that they lost so far this year are to two turn are to two tournament teams, Purdue and Xavier. So um, I think West Virginia fans should be really excited about this team. Mm. Well, what do you think about uh, the NCAA decision not to let Jose Perez play suit up or pass his waiver or whatever? I, I don't know if I would blame happen. the NCAA per se. I think I would more blame his previous school, Manhattan. Now they they came. So out- what happened? So, I, sorry, for those of us uh, that don't know what happened. Yeah, so last Friday, the NCAA officially ruled Jose Perez ineligible to play for West Virginia this season. Um, 
he committed to West Virginia in late October. He had to enter the transfer portal a week prior to the season starting because his head coach was fired at Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends up at West Virginia. They they apply for a waiver. NCAA says no. Um, Manhattan didn't sign off sign on the runoff, but they claimed to support his decision. So when they fired their head coach just about two weeks before the season started, Jose as well as a couple other guys left. But they never they're not they're not truly supporting those guys transferring to other schools. So that's the conflict. That's dumb. And honestly, for me, that's extenuating circumstances because we have no say in that or play in that, and neither does he. Like, I feel like that's extremely unfair to the player and the future school because the other school didn't sign off in time or give the correct paperwork or whatever the case may be. Especially in this, yeah, right? especially in this new era of transfer transfers being a right you got a uh, window yeah. they've been eligible all the time now immediately pretty much so to see somebody actually have to sit out and potentially sit out the whole year the transfer in 2022 is actually crazy it, Man- manhattan actually came out with a statement i'm looking for it oh what they said the espn oh they, they sent that to espn yeah they were saying that is- they were they basically said that uh, they supported Jose's transfer, and they complied mm-hmm. with WVU. Says Manhattan College completed all of the required NCAA transfer forms requested by West Virginia University in a timely manner, and it did not object to Jose Perez's waiver application. All further questions should be directed to WVU and the NCAA. Oh, wow. Shout Shade. Out to Dave for pulling that up so quickly. It's the first time we ever did that. You're welcome. <laughs> i got to have my game in front of Ethan because he's so big time now. I want to impress him. I'm impressed. Dave. That's right, yeah. yeah. You, don't want, <laughs> you don't want to come over here and think we have a janky operation, do you? <laughs> yeah, Ethan definitely doesn't know the panic of, oh, my God, look that up real quick. <laughs> Texting right? him on the side. Yeah. Seriously. But nah, that's an uh, unfortunate situation though for, for Jose. I know he's ready to get out there and play. Well, yeah, and I feel like that's extremely unfair to him. And so with what Manhattan is now saying, it, it I'm confused because how could West Virginia be at fault if they turned in? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm so yeah, they confused. Can't, they can't, West Virginia or Jose shouldn't get punished for Manhattan's basketball coach getting fired just before the season started. Manhattan should have hired, right. Manhattan should have fired him during the summer or even the spring. Right. Yeah. So not it's not the NCAA's fault. I, I don't know why did he I'm get gonna, why did he get fired. I'm not going to blame the NCAA because that's just that's just the decision that they came upon be based on Manhattan. I think. What did Man, What did they fire him for? Uh, well, was I just he, was he, I, all I heard was he didn't get along with the AD. There was like mm. there, there was a contract dispute, um, but then I don't know why you don't fire him months ago or just wait it out. And fire him next okay. next off season. So he was right. he was dating the AD. Interesting. Yeah, yeah we'll go with that, John. <laughs> We're making <laughs> up lies now. <laughs> Screw it. But uh, oh, that's just that's unfortunate. I hope we are appealing this decision. Yes. I would assume. Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully something comes out on the appeal because I find that extremely unfair. It's unfair to Jose. He's twenty four, turning twenty five. He can't wait. Ooh. He can't wait another year. Right. Stay in college. He needs to. Uh, My guy's he, he yeah, that's NIL money for his college. retirement now. 
He's reaching up to John being like, I got to start a Roth IRA. I'm getting old. <laughs> but nah, sources close to me have said that the NCAA will make a decision on the 3rd of January. Okay. So it's coming up. Uh, to, I mean, for them to review the, the uh, whatever it is. WD, the appeal. Back in. Yeah, the, the appeal. appeal. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So we'll see what happens. I mean, he's supposed to be really good. It's what, 20, scored 2,000 points already? I mean, he averaged 18 last year in Manhattan. That's good enough. Averaged 18. Preseason player of the year in this conference. Yep. Wow. So I think he can help us on the scoring side of things. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I just I find that so unfortunate. This is one thing that really aggravates me about um, certain things, especially in sports, NCAA. like NCAA. backdoor paperwork bullshit. Like, yeah. come on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, so on to football, Ethan. Uh, you still want <laughs> Neil Brown to be fired or? No, I'm I'm definitely in agreement with Ren Baker, new AD. Give him another year. Mm-hmm. See what he does. Yeah. This, I feel like we've said this every every off season. Give him another year. Give him another year. But I, I just right. I want to I, I, I truly want to give him one more year. See what he can do. Sounds like today he finally committed to developing high school prospects, developing underclassmen in college rather than going out into the transfer portal. I don't think that's smart. Okay. Like if you're you're bringing in <laughs> your butts on the line right now, and you're bringing in high school kids who have no experience at that level. I don't know if that's a smart idea. Oh, yeah. He's really relying on, like, four-star high school prospects rather than – but then you have to look at the JT Daniels situation. When you experiment yeah. right. with great transfer portal players, they may not pan out. I mean, exactly. Which, you see, he went to Rice. I was shocked by that. I'm like, of all plays, he went to Rice? Yeah, they must have gave him. That's what Joe said. Someone said this is the biggest thing to happen to Rice since Beans. <laughs> Joe was like, they they must have they must they must have made the highest bid. I was like, oh, that's what happened. You know yeah. it. Got some more. It's money. just it's different Jeez. in football because with with Hug, what Hugs did in basketball, you can you can build your team around a transfer portal off season, but you can't. It's harder to do that in football when you have so many scholarships. When you're up to like eighty five scholarships, true. it's way harder to win through the transfer portal in football. So he made. Yeah. Allegedly, $850,000 this year from W. John, did you see what he what he wanted at Oregon State? And they said no? Nah, I saw that. He wanted a house. And not just yeah, a not cheap just a one cheap either. House, like a house house. Like a million dollar yeah. home, yeah. Like, uh, uh. For this year? He, no, no. Last, like, last yeah. year oh, when he was well, deciding between Oregon State and West Virginia. Gotcha. Right. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. So he's an expensive Which, man, so... Rice uh, at least had to give him three hundred. So what, what did we give him? We gave him. What did we give we him? We gave then? him over. Uh, now there's controversy on the number, but we've been told it's more than the mid six figures. So we know it's right. over five hundred thousand. Now where it's at over that, I don't know. He made that in one year. And one I'm, year. That I'm, was just his. He didn't even play ticket. the full. He didn't even play every and game. I'm, and I'm sitting here recording a podcast at seven o'clock at night. <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> hey, Ethan's doing it for free. Let him. Let him. Let him. Yeah, I want a house. I want a mansion. So, has he? Seriously. Have we signed any? Or signing day hasn't come up yet. Oh, that was today. It happened oh. all this morning. So, so how how do we do on signing? Day? That's why. That's why I invited Ethan here. Nice. Football team was able 
to secure 17 signees from the class of 2023. Um, nice. A couple four-star prospects, majority were three-star prospects. Ranges in about 35 to 40 nationally. Uh, I think overall, West Virginia did a fine job recruiting this senior class. Um, but will they stay? That's that's a good question. I mean, they're all committed. They they all love Neil Brown. Like, just mm. some of the, like the top guys, like Rodney Gallagher, Jaheim White. They've all talked about how if Neil got fired, they were going to decommit and leave. Rodney Gallagher took a visit to Penn State once Shane Lyons was fired and Ren Baker was uh, brought in. Rodney Gallagher mm. took a visit to Penn State because he didn't know whether Neil Brown was going to be coach next year or not. So, mm. what I wonder if that was the case for some of the guys that already left thinking I'm going to get ahead of this yeah. right yep. and then maybe that's not what the case was is that why we're losing all the staff too are we yeah they lost uh offensive coordinator Graham Harrell to Purdue oh yeah he took a head coaching job oh, no, offensive coordinator yeah, offensive no he coordinator. went parallel yep. yeah or lateral should call it so I mean with the freshmen coming in what I'm worried about is this using they're, they're going to use I know they're going to use WVU as a, a stepping a place that they can showcase their talents and just go somewhere else and make more money or play for a better team. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, I think the so. The way it's been the last couple of years, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, just put myself in their shoes. Like, you're coming to an unstable organization. We just got a new AD. We don't know how it's going to be. I just see, like, I would come – it's a great place to showcase my talent in the Big 12. And, uh, you know, they're we're playing Alabama too, right? Yeah, 2026. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2026. Yeah, uh, I thought it was not next for yeah it's a couple years from now. Mm-hmm. They were playing yeah, Penn so, State I mean, next year. That is true, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm worried about. But we'll see how uh, Mr. Brown gets I'm hoping done. that that's where Ren Baker comes in, though, right? Like, he – that's what he's known to do. He's known to bring money, right? I'm hoping that he's going to get this NIL thing together because I feel like that's where West Virginia is falling behind everyone else. And don't get it twisted. I understand that Shane Lyons was like, listen, there are rules and stipulations to this, and I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z, even though everybody else is doing it. Um, at the same time, though, we got to fucking compete, <laughs> okay? Rules or not. At the end of the day, if everybody else is doing it, then we should be doing it too. Yeah. Ethan, Just saying. Ethan, did you meet uh, Mr. Baker? A small talk like you did. No, we talked for a while, actually. A very long time. Don't compare yourself you, to me. He's such you. a liar. You, he is such a liar. Don't compare yourself to me. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> yeah, I think he's... I don't know if we're going to get him on the show or not. I think he's supposed to. He's scheduled to come on eventually. He's a big he's a media super guy. Producer. Super producer Dave got him on. So we'll see what happens. I'll definitely try to sell him a house on the show. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure he already has one by now, don't you think? I don't know. Who knows? He's here for four days this week, and then he goes home. So he's probably off home tomorrow to be with his family. Sam, you just thought shot. Well, he told me this is this is. Uh, specifics of what he's looking for and what he wants. Uh, oh, hopefully he goes. Oh, okay. you're special. He didn't say that. He said they might not even buy the first couple of years or first year. So we'll see. 
Well, I mean, he's not. I mean, honestly, right now is probably not the time to buy. I would probably rent right now, too. Well, when he Market comes on the show. Well, eventually as go a, back. As a financial advisor, I would not advise that. But Really? Depends on the type of property, the type of price you're getting it for. Like, right now, is a, I think it's a really good time to buy for some, in some circumstances. Because prices are coming uh. down. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, uh, forecasters are saying in about 18 months, the market's going to correct itself back. So why pay a high interest rate and you just end up having to refinance anyway? You know what I mean? Because it's not going to be like any bidding wars like it was before. You can get the property you want right now. Like if you can get the property you want right now and you really want it, like I would would get it right now and then go back to refinance. I think interest rates are like... Six, I think. Yeah, I mean that. Five, well, it depends on what your credit score is, but yeah. <laughs> I think it depends on some things. But yeah. you yeah. know, it depends. But on it, a lot of things. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess to each their own. I'm just, I personally, I wouldn't buy right now. I just find it to be a little high. I talk you into it. <laughs> Ethan is a sophomore. What are you looking for in a house? And can John sell you one right now? <laughs> Minimum five bedrooms, ten baths. Now, did Dana Hogerson? The fuck are you doing with ten know. bathrooms? Five bedrooms, ten baths. <laughs> He's making shit up. So the, the, he, he'd have to to use all the toilets. <laughs> what's what's this uh, Dana Hogerson story here, uh, Ethan? Do you know? Oh, so uh, West Virginia did have a commitment from a defensive lineman. They weren't able to get a, a signature from him this morning, and he actually flipped and committed to Dana, mm. and will be joining Houston. That's interesting. That's odds? an interesting call. Yeah. What, do you, what are the odds that Dana said, look, I was in West Virginia. You don't want to go there. <laughs> Honestly, if they if he said that as a recruiting pitch, like props to him. That's smart. A hundred percent. Nah, not I mean, I they're moving to the Big 12, too. So it's like. It's not right. like he's if it's not like he's committing to a program that's in the American still. Like they're gonna be in the Big Twelve next year. Dana doesn't Dang. even know how many new Starbucks we have, so he's going off old information. Right. They, so they're gonna be in the Big Twelve when? Uh, yeah. next season, twenty twenty three. And their mm-hmm. basketball team is oh yeah, number one or two, right? Oh yeah. They're a top five team. Yep. Wow, that's big, big for the Big Twelve. Basketball the gets big 12. so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough. Shout out to the Big Twelve. They just yeah, we a, already a, have a good basketball league, so it's gonna be <laughs> better. So they, the Big Twelve, just got a new commissioner, right? Yep, Brett Yormark. Yeah, so he's he's doing big things, man. Shout out to him. He's kind of doing like he's he's kind of doing like what I would do if I was the AD, just making big moves immediately. Who else? It's it's Houston, Cincinnati, Colorado. Yep. No, Cincy? Cent- Central Florida and BYU. Those are the four. okay. So who are the four again? Say that again. Uh, Cincinnati, BYU, Central Florida, and Houston. Okay, so Colorado was not in that. That's gotcha. tough. And then Oklahoma and Texas will be out Ooh. by 2024, 2025. Right. Cincinnati's tough. Oklahoma and Texas. who? Texas. Oh, I don't know if I like that trade, though. Well, I mean, there's nothing we can do, Oklahoma big. and Texas, yeah. for like, we're going to the SEC, see you later. Yeah, John, th- this was their, this mm. was the Big 12's counter mm-hmm. and Losing Oklahoma and Texas, right. it's better than nothing. But I mean, who else were they going to grab? I mean, at that point, yeah, you can't, you can't. They can't grab from an SEC or a Big Ten. They have to grab from the American, the Pac-12. Exactly. Yeah. 
Why? Why can't Big Grab from the no, SEC? It's too much money. SEC and Big Ten honestly could live on their own. They don't even really need the NCAA at this point. If so much there's money. yeah, there's just mad money coming. Like Damn. they got money coming out the ears, crazy. Mm. Big Twelve's not far behind. They're they're third in revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still it's still a downgrade if you're a Big Ten SEC school. It sounds like they're becoming the Big East again, kind of like talent wise, like. On the basketball side, definitely. For sure. yeah. We've been talking about that a, for a while, a though. Few, like, yeah, yeah. We'll see, man. That's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Ethan, what are you doing for Christmas? I'm gonna go home after uh, the game tomorrow. Do you like shopping? <laughs> um, depends. I don't want to do it too long, but I don't mind it as much as like other guys do. Uh, what, what girl are you getting something for Christmas this year? What girl isn't he getting something for is the question you should oh. ask. What girl isn't? There's too many. Come on, there's two. There's a whole list. Like, <laughs> it's like St. Nick's list. This thing's like 30 names long. Oh, my God. How many followers you got now on Twitter? Uh, let me check. This guy. Let this check. guy. Let me check every day. 4,224. Wow. When we picked him. From the dirt pile of obscurity, mm. as a wee little freshman, he was like, "Oh, Dave, I don't know how to tweet." And now he's like, <laughs> "Now he's the master. He's a yeah. master tweeter." Family. Hashtag family. We uh. He knows how to bait people. He's a master <laughs> baiter. I love Ethan. When I want the scoop, I text him on the side, like, "Hey, Ethan, I know you would know. What's going on with this?" I was in the best. The best one. I was in Portland, so I was like three hours behind. Probably woke up at. Nine or yeah, I woke up at nine right when football was starting, and I got a text from Ash asking about. I forget what you asked. I don't about. even remember now either, but I think it was something. I can't remember. It was something on the inside. Oh, oh. I, it was something with the football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just I need the scoop. Who's I need to know what's going on. on the team. That's, Who's got the biggest schmeat on the team? I, <laughs> that's what she's asking. <laughs> Joe wants to know how he compares. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why Ash sounds like that either. Oh, either i like that you gave me a really manly hey, voice it's ashley over here <laughs> forget <laughs> about it motherfucking g not anymore <laughs> not anymore are you going to the game tomorrow yeah stony brook it's an easy easy cupcake game yeah but you, do you think they'll overlook it since christmas breaks right there uh, it's a good uh, question i don't i'm, I'm not saying they're gonna lose but like it probably won't be a blowout like we th- yeah, <laughs> like we think it will be. That's true. What is the development program from from Neil Brown, Ethan? So, he pissed off West Virginia fans today by saying that the best way to win in West Virginia is being a develop, uh, developmental program, rather than going out into the transfer portal. And getting oh, you know, that's that's, that's smart. So he's saying you should keep me around to develop these new recruits and not fire me. And then he wants to the to get these high school kids. So he has some backing behind that. That's interesting. I don't I don't get why West Virginia fans are so irritated about the statement because they've always been they've always been a program that's developed guys. Yeah, I don't think that's um, I mean. It's always been like it's not just a Neil thing. It's happened under Dana, Rich Rod, mm-hmm. Stewart, yeah, Nalen. So, yeah, it's nothing new.
There's only one thing that comes close to the experience of singing country roads together after a mountaineer win at home, and that's telling your friends and family about our show. Ethan, what have, what have you got to plug? What are you doing lately? How can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at EthanBuck underscore. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I want to plug. Follow him on Twitter. Obviously, right. I want to plug the great the great people at the final forecast. I, I really did have a great time there. We miss you. We really About do. Year and a half. Yeah, you used us and abused us. You really did. It's not like we had him do like just everything for <laughs> for, for a year and a half. He took he took sacks back home from the, <laughs> the tournament. We never talked about that yeah. publicly. Uh, yeah. Ethan was our was our back and forth for running sags back from TBT. That was very interesting. How, how was that ride? Uh, quiet. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he, he sags expected to stay there after he decided he wasn't going to play an hour before the game. He expected to stay the whole trip and just stay with us in the hotel. And just waste our money, basically. And we were like, nope, you got to go. Well, I, told, I mean, like, the, the funniest part was we're on 79. I'm going about, like, seven, like I'm going about 80. Like, it's not, it's nothing, like, slow. Right. And, like, yeah. some guy was, like, riding behind me, and he went into the right lane and flipped <gasps> us off. And then Sags, Sags looks at me and goes, hey, catch up. He goes, catch up <gasps> to him. So I caught up to him. Sags <laughs> rolls down the window and flips him yeah! off. <laughs> I love it. Road rage. Get it. Size with the road. This was uh, all at 70 miles an hour, though, right? 80. <laughs> or, sorry. No, 70. 65. It was definitely at 70. Yeah. 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 By the way, they can't retro. I don't know it's why. fine. You, My brain autocorrects. You can't re- they can't retroactively give you a ticket for something they have no proof of. Point blank, period. He has a confession. Right. So? Yeah. That's a good story. <laughs> that is a good story. We, we were going to put him on the bus. <laughs> but then Ethan was like, literally, someone said, there's a greyhound that goes back to Morgan. <laughs> like, we're not, we can't oh do that. Oh, my God. Uh, poor Sag. Yeah, it, was, it was our off day. I mean, like, what else was I going to do? It's called Baron's Bus, yeah. and it was $15 back from Charleston to Morgantown. Wow. So we know who recommended to put Sags on the bus. I would recommend anyone to do that. He wasn't going to fit on that bus. <laughs> he barely fit my car. Was he had was his head touching the ceiling like one of those? Oh yeah, he had a he had to put the seat back far so so he had somewhat leg. That's room. crazy. Before we cut this podcast off, since I have John and Ethan both here, I have a question. So Joe's been following this guy on TikTok, and he makes these videos about. I don't watch the NBA. I think you guys know that, but he makes these videos about how like why in the NBA do they not call travels or like you know what I mean? Like why? I'm so confused. Like, these guys are yeah, stepping all over the place, and they're calling nothing. Yeah. It's ridiculous, though. It is ridiculous. I mean, that's just how it is. I, I mean, know. that's sad, dude. I mean, these are, like, even I can I can blatantly see it, which that's a problem. I think a lot of the guys that get away with it are the superstars, superstars that make the money. Yeah. So mm. you, can't, you can't really, I don't know. It sucks. There's really no. That's why I like college basketball so much more because there's actually. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I mean, how, and it's sad too because, like Joe said, he watches like these high school kids and stuff, like on TikTok too, and they'll be like, "Oh man, that that wasn't a travel, that was a gather step," and it's like, no, that doesn't even exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. What are you talking about? But because they watch the NBA, they think that these things are allowed. Like that's a problem. Yeah, kids grow up and they watch the NBA and then they go through high school and college and they're going to get calls yeah. all the time. I just find it, I don't know, I find it ridiculous that they don't. I'm watching, speaking of the NBA, I'm watching Coach Missoula get smacked by the Pacers 33-17 to <laughs> first quarter. But I, I hate watching these games. There's too games. many, there's 82 games is too much. The what? I said 82 games That's is how too many much. they play? Yeah, it is. Yeah, just that's just regular season too. Holy shit! That doesn't even include preseason. That's probably like eight games, and then postseason can be sixteen. Wow! I didn't even realize there was that many. That's crazy. Th- these how do these guys have a life? They probably don't. That, that is, is the life. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole that's different life lifestyle. Right there. Trust me, they are living yeah. their lives. Happy New Year, everyone! All right, Ethan. Uh, shout out to Sagaba Kanate. Shout out, uh, Sags. <laughs> it's been another episode of Final Forecast with me, Jay Flo, super real estate agent, about to be financial advisors, amazing husband, six uh, eight, slick, best dress, whatever is all that other stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go bankrupt <laughs> having Paul do all these new titles. Like, what the fuck? Our lovely co-host, Ash. That's me. Surprise Joe for Christmas in the morning. I think he liked that. Absolutely. With that hair that you've got what going you, on right now. With my pigtails. What do you think uh, <laughs> What do you think Ash is going to surprise Joe with, Ethan? Uh, breakfast in bed. Super producer Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Actually did some, <laughs> some good producing today. You got Ethan on and... Yeah. Pulled up some stats pretty fast. Came to your house at the right time, gave you some headphones. The wrong time. But. Anytime I'm there is the right time. Oh! It's crazy because when I show up to your house, I was really treated. You and- stormed my house with Hurricane John. He just goes, Dave here. And I'm like, what? What? Is that John? No, we've been through this. I'm not relitigating this. I think it's racism. No, <laughs> it's, it's Johnism. <laughs> Because you start like picking things up, like, what's this? What's this? Oh, I'm taking this. What's that? Is that your room? You gotta, Is that your room? And I'm like, fuck off! 